0: So, hello everybody! Welcome to the podcast, the Clueless Doctor, and as always, this is your host, the one and only Sankalpa Chakma, and yeah. So here I am, and I am recording another episode for this podcast. Today's topic will be Staphylococcus aureus. Okay, now this is a this is a bacteria, a bacteria which can cause quite a lot of problems to the human body. Yeah. yeah so it is a it is a gram positive bacteria and for those of you who don't know what gram positive is you know you know we in microbiology in medicine we have this uh, staining okay we we kind of identify bacteria different bacteria by the stain which they which they give now if now if the stain now if stain for gram stain then we call them gram positive and if they don't stain for gram stain, we call them gram-negative. So, Staphylococcus aureus happens to be a gram-positive bacteria, and this is a coagulase-positive, catalyst-positive. Okay, now, um, yeah, so, now, you know, um, I, 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 I actually don't know where to start because I, I, have, I have quite a lot of things to talk about Staphylococcus aureus. Um, well so yeah i i i have said that it is gram positive coagulase positive catalyst-positive. and you know under the microscope the this bacteria this looks like you know you know clusters of grapes you know grape clusters and yeah it looks like that on under the, the microscope and it has it has a kind of a yellowish color to it Now, that's because of the that's because of the enzyme of the bacteria which we which is called xento something, okay, xento, I don't know, synthetase or something like that. And that, yeah, um, and, and, that, and that color, and that enzyme is also responsible for making the bacteria kind of pathogenic, yeah. So, um, so we know, um, uh, yeah, so what are, the, what are the diseases that Staphylococcus aureus can cause? Well, Staphylococcus aureus can cause quite a lot of diseases but we must also remember that this, um, this bacteria, this can also kind of, you know, grow, this, this, this can be present in the human body, on the skin or more, or more common in the, in, the, in the upper respiratory tract, in the nose and the, you know, and in the throat, it can be present there as a common cell. Which means that it, you know, you know, this is kind of like you know, our body, you know, it it houses quite a lot of you know, quite a lot of um, quite a lot of you know, you know, quite a lot of coexisting bacteria, bacteria which do not harm the body, but they exist with us, and and staphylococcus aureus can also be one of them, but you know, some and sometimes it can cause diseases. Yeah, staphylococcus aureus. So, yeah, so um so what are the, what are the diseases that staphylococcus aureus can cause it can cause many it can cause a wide range of diseases now it can cause skin infections which are pretty common and it can cause acne then you know fur furuncles folliculitis and all that stuff rashes it can cause that in in children under the age of um, uh, under the age of 10 years usually, it can cause a very kind of, you know, a very kind of um, not so serious, but kind of um, serious looking disease, which we call Staphylococcal Scalded Skin Syndrome, okay? So it can cause that. Now it can also it can also cause sepsis, okay? Toxic shock syndrome. It can it can cause that. Then it can it can cause infection of the bones and also infection of the infection of the you know heart valves, okay? Infective endocarditis. Okay, so um, yeah, so it can cause all that all that stuff. Now, um, um, how do we diagnose Staphylococcus aureus? You know, like I said, we we have to take we we can we can culture. I mean, depending on where the where the bacteria is present, if it is present on the skin, then we can we can kind of take a skin sample and just kind of look it under a microscope. Okay, although although this might although this may not this may not this may not always be. You know this may not always be able to diagnose but we can do that now now when there is sepsis okay when when the bacteria is in the blood then we can just kind of you know take some blood from the patient and and then send it to culture and then after culture we can we can we can kind of diagnose the presence of the bacteria now talking of culture what is the culture medium that we use for culturing um culturing um staphylococcus aureus we can use the mannitol agar medium i think and um yeah we can we can use that we can also you know this is i mean this bacteria this is coagulase positive and coagulase is an enzyme which kind of coagulates blood so we can also kind of you know we can also kind of cultivate um we can also kind of culture staphylococcus aureus on you know on blood agar blood agar medium so yeah we can do that and of course, we can we can do the chemical test. We can we can we can we can we can check we can check for the catalyst test and the coagulase test. Now we can you know, there are there are different ways we can classify staphylococcus aureus. Now the first test that we do is actually the um, I think it is the catalyst test. So is it? I am not sure, but yeah, I, I am not sure about that. But yeah, depending on these two tests catalyst test and coagulus test we can classify the different the different species of staphylococcus aureus yeah um yeah so uh all right there's a there's an insect in my room that's kind of flying around all right no problem so um yeah so we can we can do those tests and um we can we can also kind of do some rapid det- detection tests i guess which I am not sure about them right now. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I have talked about the structure of the bacteria. I have talked about the about the diseases that it can cause. I have talked about the diagnosis. And um, let me just let me just talk a bit about the the treatment for staphylococcal infections. And you know, so another no, 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 thing is um, staph aureus, as we call it. And um, th- this is a very, this is kind of a very notorious bacteria because it can really, really develop resistance to different antibiotics very quickly. And, you know, when you know, when, when penicillin was discovered in the 1940s, I think, you know, um, it, was, it was such a successful antibiotic against all bacteria, including this Staphylococcus aureus. However, within just, within just 10 years, Resistance started growing among this bacteria, and so penicillin is no longer, you know, it was, it was, it was, you know, it was kind of ineffective for treating staphylococcus aureus infections. So, you know, this this bacteria, this is a very very tough guy, and it can develop resistance quite quickly. Okay. So, um, and you know, penicillin resistance is kind of normal right now, but but there's another another alarming thing which is which is happening and that is methicillin resistance staphylococcus aureus which we call mrsa and you 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 might be you might be coming across this term if you if you kind of read you know medicine and if you just kind of go through i don't know go through the you know the the stuff mrsa so mrsa is kind of you know it's kind of you know is kind of now prevalent everywhere in the world especially in hospitals and it's it's very difficult to treat MRSA we have to give other antibiotics okay we have to give antibiotics like vancomycin tacoplanin, linozolid so yeah it's not easy to treat Staphylococcus. it's not easy to it's not easy to treat MRSA now if it is not MRSA then if if it, if it is a normal kind of you know if it is the average staphylococcus aureus, then we, then we can give some kind of like, you know, um, better, better penicillin-like drugs like methicillin or flucoxazilin or, you know, or some kind of aminoglycosides like gentamicin, okay, um, gentamicin, you know, sulf- sulfamethoxazole. We can give those antibiotics, yeah. And um, I, I was talking about the toxic shock syndrome and that is a kind of you know a rather a rather dangerous type of staphylococcal infection and in the case fatality rate of that disease is pretty high so we must make sure that we give the treatment as quickly as quickly as we can all right yeah and regarding the other diseases i mean you know <clears throat> Oh yeah, regarding infective endocarditis, or you know, when when staphylococcal infection happens to the heart valves, or to the or to the artificial valves, okay. Now that is kind of you know that is not good, and antibiotics do not do not work for that kind of infection. We have to we have to not we have to not only give antibiotics, but but we also have to you know replace the valve. We have to go for surgery again. So that is not good news and you know like like i was talking about there is there is this skin infection called staphylococcal scalded skin syndrome now this kind of looks scary you know this uh, this happens usually to usually to um children under 10 years under six years however it can also happen to adults however that is not very good and that is kind of rare okay yeah so, you know, we, we have to make sure that we, we, have, to, we have to differentiate between uh, scalded skin syndrome and there's another dangerous disease, which we call toxic epidermal necrolysis. So we have to differentiate between these two, these two diseases because they look kind of the same, but the treatment and the prognosis is very, very different okay okay staphylococcal skull skin syndrome this is quite cur- curable and has a very good prognosis on the other hand you know uh, toxic epidermal necrolysis this is not a good disease and the depending on the severity you know this, this has a poor prognosis yeah uh, yeah so that is a treatment for staphylococcal skulls for staphylococcal for staphylococcus. staphylococcus staphylococcus aureus infections okay we can give a lot of antibiotics but usually you know we can give yeah a lot of antibiotics yeah and i think that's about it for staphylococcus aureus infection and it's kind of funny but i studied i I think i studied more and more more in detail but i cannot remember and i definitely cannot just kind kind of you know piece together the information that i that i that i got okay so um well, you know, this is, this is all that I can say, and I hope you, you learned something from it, you took something from it, and I hope you enjoyed listening to me, this podcast, and um, yeah, thanks for listening, and I will catch you next time. Bye-bye.